remember when we were strong. Back in the days before King Tenebre and his royal guard, and the people of Amosran took up their own arms for fun and profit. Before all that, here was just us, the Viridian Outriders. We kept the roads and trails safe and secure, with homes and forts scattered about and locales civilized and not. Time passed, and we have been replaced. And yet, I hear the rumblings and murmurs of the roads being less safe than they had been. Monsters sniffing around in smaller towns and magic acting oddly. Who knows? Maybe we'll be needed again. Hello, and welcome back to Another Path. My name is Chase, and I once again have the honor to be your GM. Today, we meet our new heroes in the town of Bering, mispronounce their names, and learn of a grave injustice. Thank you to our backers, Svani, Two Nerds in a Pod, and Ice Tear Brewing for their support. If you like what you hear, consider donating to us at patreon.com slash ghostlightmedia, and maybe even checking out a couple of the other shows on the network. But with that, sit back, relax, and enjoy your trip down another path. Ahoy! In the distance! A ship! No! A bird? A plane! It's another path. Welcome back, that everyone. Was, it's season we four. We took a walk for that one. I've been sitting on that for about a week and a half. That's that's the bit. Like, there's not much to that. That's the bit. Griffin. Yes. Ryan. Justin. <gasps> Hello. Who the fuck is Justin? Our new friend. Old friend. Old friend. I'm happy to be here. Reporting from your white void in Minnesota. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Fitting. <laughs> That's what it looks like all the time. Cool. That's what I've heard. You heard correctly. Oh, gentlemen, how, how have you been? What's going on? I moved. You moved. I know I helped. I moved. You did help. I appreciate it. Yeah. I, I finally have not formally white curtains behind me. They are now stripes. So, yeah. you know, that's good. That's the extent Also, you're it. not in a basement anymore, which is very exciting. I'm so happy to not be in a basement anymore. It's delightful. Uh, it is very warm up here on the second floor. Same. <laughs> Should we make introductions? No. Because that's listen. It's everyone's. It's everyone's first time listening to an that's episode. That's true. And this is if no. there is ever an onboarding moment, this no. is the moment. That's no, what I'm I saying. I expect everyone to have listened to every <laughs> single episode we've ever put out. All 113 plus episodes. Yeah, it's uh, it's a commitment. It's a commitment, <laughs> and we understand this. It's required listening. No, that's the thing. Is it's expressly not required listening. Let's stop lying to the listeners out the gate, gang. It is not. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to season four. We're all new here, and we're excited to have you on board with us. I'm Ryan. I talk into a microphone sometimes. Are we going to do... Yeah. I also talk into a microphone and manage a Patreon occasionally. I'm Griffin. I've been here. I'm Justin. I'm new here. And I'm dealing with a whole bunch of computer lag. Yay! <laughs> awesome. So nothing's changed, really. Nothing's I mean, if we changed. think about it, nothing's changed. Nah. 
Chase, what is this show? What are what are these fine people listening about to get themselves into? I, I too, would like to know what your answer Fair. to that question is. Well, this is another path. It is a theatrical tabletop anthology now, because now we have two stories. Oh, boy. For those who are returning, this is the same world that we have been playing in, but a new part of it, untouched by the machinations of one Etrian Graynor. Um, Ooh. What a dick. Yeah, fuck that guy. Fuck um, that guy. Whoa. But yeah, we are here. We are back. And uh, yeah, we're going to be diving into some new, interesting, presumably, things that have been <laughs> happening in another part of the world. Truly going down another path. That's exactly. entirely separate path. <laughs> That's it's why it's so, called that? It's so separate. Good. It was originally called that because we were going to do many stories on a much more regular basis. And then five years happened. Oops. Sorry. <laughs> what are you going to do? Bruh, sometimes, as, as I told Chase not too long ago, when Another Path first started, I, there are co-workers that I currently have who were in high school. Yeah. When Another Path started... Britney wasn't even pregnant. God. Bering was never a large town. On a good day, folks called it successful, rustic, and the place that has a really good all-night diner. <laughs> On a normal day, though, it's a quiet, mandatory pass-through for traders, and little more. A ragged wagon rolls into town well-secured and laden with chains and locks. It's an odd sight, to be sure, coming from the south, from Amosrin. It's not surprising at all. A rut in the road causes the wagon to lurch uncomfortably, just enough. The driver snaps from his doze as the cart rattles unceremoniously, causing a chain shutter to swing open for just a second. And that's all it took. A flash of white slips down the side of the wagon and into the shadows of some of the tighter buildings of Bering. Down a small, crooked alley swings a sign, Cecil's Steeping Scrolls. We peer through a window, already dirty with the day's grime, to find a middle-aged human. One Cecil. Ryan, give us a description of Cecil. Well, his name is Cecil. Beans! Take it again! <laughs> and I am fully aware that his name will be pronounced differently for the entirety of the campaign. In my defense, we've literally never spoken the character's name out loud. We've just done it over <laughs> Discord. You know, I didn't speak it out loud until like two days ago. Glad we're on the same page. Cool. <laughs> Cecil Styles is a middle-aged human male. They are the proprietor of Cecil's Steeping Scrolls, the local tea house slash library slash bookstore slash teenage hangout. Steeping Scrolls. That's really good. Tea only, no coffee. Ooh. It's a hard line. Hard line. Cecil doesn't have many hard lines, but this is one of them. Uh, Cecil also serves as the uh, scribe for the Outriders. Uh, the town notary and uh, <laughs> is a uh, amateur Parcheesi player. Fantasy Parcheesi. No, it's just Parcheesi. Same rules. Cool. Same exact game. <laughs> Your assistant, Katie, looks over from her sweeping. She's young, in her late teens. Hair covers half of her face. She 
tosses it out, kind of blows it out of her face and looks at you bored and annoyed. It's so early. Do I still have to keep sweeping? Yes, you know you do. Uh, You missed a spot over there again. Uh, I know that you think it's a stain. I know you tried to make it a stain and you still need to sweep it. Please and thank you. Is a stain. Uh, And she obnoxious teen meanders her way over to the corner and begins sweeping that spot again. The white flash starts up the side of the steeping scrolls and surveys its surroundings. The momentum from its lightning fast climb carries it into the sky where it can survey the city at large. The blur has heard of bearing before, though not for the reasons that are known today. The market thrums below and easily spotted is the wagon that was once the blur's prison. It trundles past and it stops two individuals in their tracks, an elderly stooped half-orc and his guide, Justin. Could you please describe Arobin for me? Well, first of all, it's pronounced Arobin. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, for two! (laughs) Fuck yeah. (laughs) And he is a young-looking Azimar male, but he looks as though the light in him has been completely sucked out. His eyes are sunken in, and he just looks eternally tired. But he's been in this town a couple weeks. Uh, He's relatively new, though. Ever since he's been in town, he's been with this. This half-orc, who you know as Lenny, is an incredibly old scribe who works with the Outriders, an organization that you were directed to join. Yes. Your initial initiation um, was pretty quick. The Outriders are not a healthy organization anymore, and they are hungry for any new blood they can get, and by God, your blood is new. And Lenny was quick to take you under his wing, not only because you showed certain aptitude, but also, in addition, you have some questions, and he may be able to help you find answers. Yeah. Mm. He could tell that they needed him, and... He needs something in return. Yes. What was that, my boy? What was what? That stop does. Lenny is quite blind. You know this. Uh, I'm not sure. Mm. This place gets more confusing every day. Right, then. What's left on the shopping list? Uh, I think I just need to go back to the library. All right, well, we can make our way back to the crypt, I suppose. I don't think there was anything else on the list. We got, uh, you got the, the, that blue ink, right? Yeah. High Captain loves that stuff. All right, let's go. And the two of you make your way through the lively marketplace. And if there is any part of bearing that is lively, it is the market. It is a decent-sized hub for people crossing the uh, borders between the countries of your own country of Taggart, all the way down to Amosran. You make your way back up north uh, into the town itself, and 
weaving around the large and almost austere city hall to the home base of the Viridian Outriders, as does the blur. It streaks over top the market, landing on top of that austere building, looking at a small graveyard. A mausoleum stands imposing at its center, its black marble roof covered with an ancient green moss. The blur slips between the bars and down the winding staircase deep underground. The home of the Viridian Outriders is an open secret. It's known to all who need to hear it at any rate. That number is few and far between as of late. The stairs open into a large cavernous room as the blur takes flight again, searching for its quarry. As it glides down an arched hallway, it passes a room with two women, an older human and a younger halfling. Griffin, please describe Harper. Wait, I'm sorry. How is it pronounced? Harper. He got it right. Sure? I, yeah, I got are that we, one. I are got we that sure? One. This is your yeah, only no, chance. Yeah, no, that's 100%. That's 100% how it's pronounced. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Harper Talk is a halfling woman, about 30 years old. She has light red hair that's currently like tied back in, a, in a, like a low bun. She stands at a mighty 3-3 three, three, uh, and is um, outfitted in like uh, like the most customized like workers apron tool belt combo that you can picture. Like it straps around like over the neck, around the back of the waist, straps around both legs, uh, just filled to the brim with tools. And um, I imagine that she is working on some sort of repair right now. The older human kind of leans over your project. You know her to be one Meredith. Uh, I'm sorry, let me actually double check her rank. I actually do have, uh, if and when you all want to see it, I do have the org chart for the Outriders. Hell yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> immediately is my answer. I want that okay. immediately. I, I, proper I part have... of the world building for any organization. Yes. Yes. Seeker Meredith leans over your work and smiles. You know, I don't know where you learn to do it, but you do it well. well it all comes with practice, you know? A little bit of work here and there. Um, you know, I've been working odd jobs pretty much my entire life, and the one thing that stuck was how to hold a hammer, so... <laughs> it's a, a good skill to have, for sure. Now, now, what does this thing do? And she goes to, like, poke something. In theory, this is going to be like a mobile sort of repair station that can kind of go out with the riders in case right. any sort of, like, field repairs need to be made. Um, and that right there is some sort of, It's a work in progress. I'm trying to still figure out the, like, locomotion of this dang thing. All um, right. All right. But it's but, all very st- sensitive right now. All right, all right, fine. I get it. It's... I won't touch. Whatever. I'm just... Can it handle stairs? It's just the the, 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 the spiral down is a little... We're working on stairs. All right, you're working on stairs. A couple hours pass, 
And each of you, in turn, receives a rare note from the Outriders, an official one, asking for your presence in the High Commander's office. Oh god, I'm in trouble. Katie, you've got the store. Okay, if I must. Yes, you must, you know this. Uh, Please, uh, this time, make sure everyone pays. I know it's a small (laughs) town. And everyone knows everyone. So if Mm -hmm. one person gets something for free, everyone thinks they get something for free. And that means I can't pay you. Cecil, first roll of the game. Perception (gasps) check. Here we go. Oh, I'm not good at perception anymore. That sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Not an elf. No longer an elf. Yet. (laughs) It's a big word. 13. <laughs> okay. You do not notice anything amiss. She does roll her eyes at you, but that's on brand. I would be more surprised if she didn't. But she takes her position behind the counter, puts her, her head in uh, on her fist, and just watches as you walk out the door. Harper, you were already in the base. Um mm-hmm. Uh, Arabin, where were you when you got this message? It's been probably a couple hours. You're getting into early afternoon. Uh, I was probably in the library with Lenny. Lenny was instructing you in in proper penmanship. Now, I do have to ask, Arabin, because you are spending a lot of time in the library, you are spending a lot of time with the scribes, how is Arabin's penmanship? <laughs> it's not great. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's it's not great. He's He's never really had to write before. Lenny is looking at the paperwork and nodding, and he has multiple cartoonishly large magnifying glasses in front of his eyes in order to be able to see what you are doing. And he tuts. We'll have to fix that later on. It's fine. You know, I hate it when you get that judgmental look on your face. It's, look, it's not your fault. Everyone has to learn. Oh, You know, I don't understand why I have to learn to write. I know how to read. It is a cyclical skill. Knowing proper penmanship will make you appreciate reading more. Go to the captain. He gets antsy when people make him wait. All right, but I think we're really close to a breakthrough. I'm sure. Just, just take it slow is all. You all make your way to Night Captain Luca Sutton's office. And is uh, is Knight with a K or an N? K. (laughs) That's, hey, good question. You all gather in the Night Captain's office. It is modestly but comfortably decorated. You all know each other, at least in passing. Arabin, you're probably, uh, you have met definitely Cecil. Um, because Cecil does a lot of work with uh, Lenny as a scribe. Maybe Harper a little bit less. Harper, you and Cecil have known each other for a few years at this point. Yeah. Um, have you spent a lot of time together? Have you done many missions? Well, you see, there's there's only so many missions that call for a notary. It's fair. And there's only so many missions that call for, like, a smith in the field. Fair like, enough. So it's, it's we're a lot, lot of, of like it's a lot of paperwork. It's a lot of subcommittee meetings. It's a lot yeah. of um, a lot of planning. A lot of um, year over year and quarterly. Y'all do the, the the fish fry together every year. 
<laughs> there's a lot of go between with the like I got to get requisition orders notarized and like anytime I need to talk to the quartermaster it usually goes through Cecil. So like we we know I think we <laughs> we know the bureaucracy of the the outriders like so well. We've mm-hmm. also uh had to plan the uh chili fest the last 4 years. Mhm. Excellent. Bearing Chili Festival. <laughs> chili Festival and Fish Fry. It's the same event. Yes. yes it's a very long title. We're working on an acronym. Yeah. Chili and fish, the worst combo. Or is that just no. gumbo? It's just gumbo, dog. Fish chili would be arguably the worst. Potentially. <laughs> not great. It's a small town. No one said it was popular. No one said people came. We just do it. It's our thing. Yeah, I think if only if, like, Aroben has needed, like, gear repaired, if, like, a weapon or something broke or was around for requisitions, then, like, mm-hmm. maybe we've crossed paths a few times. I at least probably know him as, like, a new recruit. Certainly. Probably not super um, familiar. You would definitely know him as a new recruit. Those don't happen often. Yeah. The last one, I think, was me among them and that was several years ago yeah my first day they gave me a bowl of fish chili and i've never been the same (laughs) (laughs) boy what a what an initiation ritual huh (laughs) captain sutton draws himself up to his full wiry height and he looks bewildered but confident human yes early to mid 50s Okay, so we've got a bit of a job on our hands. Um, It's kind of weird, but we're honor-bound to take it. All right. Luca, you haven't said those words in a long time. Correct. It's been a long time since somebody has drawn upon a writ of service. He slides forward on his desk something called a writ of service. Cecil, you would have seen these probably minimally a decade ago, if not longer. Harper, Arobin, this is brand new to you. A writ of service is essentially a returning of a favor. Whoever is calling upon this, is asking for this job to be done, they or somebody in their lineage did something of great service for the Outriders at this point many years ago. Okay. I would like to check it for officialness. Um, <laughs> I would like to make an officialness check. Insight <laughs> check. At advantage because you're a notary. Ryan, being a notary is the best thing you've ever done. <laughs> I'm literally a notary. I know. Yeah, but you're not a fantasy notary, so that no one cares. Look, guys, I get I spent five years making um, intelligence checks at a joke. Mm-hmm. This is like the extreme opposite. This is the most other thing I could do, is being a notary. I hear you, dog. I went from a toll to a small. You said insight? Yes. That's going to be a mighty 18. The code's old, but it checks out. <laughs> I have not seen Form 7 in 24 years. This is this is yeah. legitimate. After after mm-hmm. we are done with this, Luca, I'd like to frame it and hang it. 
you notice the the slightest of eyebrow raises when you don't use the title, but he just lets it slide. It's a toss-up which of us have been here longer. That's true. <laughs> In addition to that, though, for fulfilling this contract, the contractee, or contractor, I suppose, will be joining our ranks on a permanent basis. Oh, this is very strange. It is. And it's about to get stranger. Harkia, come on out. I'd like everybody to give me a perception check. Ten. Uh, dirty twenty. It's going to be an eighteen. Excellent. All of you notice this first thing as a white blur darts out from a bookshelf and skitters onto the desk. Harper, this just takes you kind of by surprise because you weren't expecting that. What the damn hell? Arabin, you are taken aback because you didn't think a mouse could get that kind of a jump distance. And Cecil, you're the first one to notice. This, it's not a mouse like you've ever seen one because this one has wyvern wings. It's front four paws have wings. Its fur is speckled with platinum scales. I'm sorry, um, Night Captain, <laughs> I, um, um, I, what the fuck? You may address me down here, laddie. Oh my god. Oh, oh no. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, Cecil has turned completely to the Night Captain, hears this, and like, Straightens up, snaps. I am so sorry. I I thought that you were a messenger of some sort, or or, or someone who couldn't speak for themselves. The name's Harkia Artez. Senor Artez, you are welcome here, and we'd very much like to return this favor. Hi, I'm so excited, and I have a young charge that's going to just want to be your best friend. Right then. Anybody else? Um. Uh. Um, what? Uh. Um. Everybody what he said. Arcana checks. Hey. The thing we're all good at. Three nat ones coming up. <laughs> 22. 23. Oh. 17. Look at us. Look at us. No stealth checks. Just Arcana checks. Look at look at all of you guys with those big rolls. Right. With those big rolls, you all have heard legends, tales even. Of dragon mice. You're fucking kidding me. <laughs> These are... Excuse me. <laughs> um, for, for, for those playing along at home, this is from the Tome of Horrors. Oh, no shit. Oh, yeah. fuck. For those of you who got above a 20, you also know that there are many variations of dragon mice. However, the only one that can talk is the platinum. And naturally, they are the rarest. Captain, would you mind explaining to me why you, one, called me into a room with this paper pusher, and then two, introduced me to a talking mouse? Well, for one, talking mouse is rather interesting. And two, as you can plainly see, dragon mouse, so fully intelligent, squire. <clears throat> Didn't mean to offend, Mr. Mouse. Harkia, you refer to me as such. Archaea. Uh Do any of you know Draconic? Negative. Maybe. I know the little people languages. Mm-hmm. Abyssal, Celestial, Common, and Elvish. So, everything but. Fair enough. 
I know also those abyssal celestial common. Hey, look at hey. that! Dwarfish and halfling. There you go. <sighs> right. So here's the situation. I was captured. Me and several of my companions. We were taken by a an asshole. Ah. By the name of Balo Lin. He is a pet trader and does not seem to mind who he snaps up. He has a wagon here in town. I only just escaped myself. I would like you to assist me in unleashing the rest of my companions and, if it's all possible, the rest of his stock entirely. Are all of those uh, parts of his stock in that wagon? Yes. Okay. Uh, that, that seems like a good it's, first question. The wagon is enchanted. It has uh, more real estate on the inside once it opens up. Gotcha. <laughs> so we could just blow it up? Well, that would kill everyone on the inside. So not really. Good note. Great note. Thank you for that. Yes. Don't well, do I've that. got one question. Hmm? Can you teach me that word for asshole again? I think it could come in handy. Persuasion check. <laughs> Very good. That's a 14. 14. Now I will do it slower for you once you actually help me out, alright? Because I stand by it. I stand by the word of the writ. I will come on board. As my grandfather promised, my service will be your service. If we get this taken care of. The rest of my kin are not as blessed with vocation and loquation, so they can't help themselves as I can do me. Well, I say let's get this Bahira Natarekt. It was close. You've never seen a mouse was... wince before, <laughs> but <laughs> close, close, in time, in time. Well, right. uh, how many are there in the wagon? Do you know? And do they all look like you, Takia? There's a lot in there. It's, uh, it's hard to say exactly for sure. Of my brood, there's uh, another seven. Mostly copper, a couple of vermin. Those who are more closely related to mice than dragons. There's a few others. He's got uh, an animated guard and some lizard thing. I don't know what it is. And then there's some weird elemental things and large dogs, but they don't seem to like him so much. And then there's there's others, others that hate him as well. Micro-griffins, little ones, some weird toad things, and some, I don't know, they're like otters, but they're like taller. It's weird. <laughs> what the absolute shit. God damn it, Chase. So you're saying that we need to get them all out, and but they would also maybe help us? If we can free the right ones first to get in there, but Balo's tricky. He doesn't leave the wagon off him when he's in a city. It'll be tricky to get him, but I think we might have a chance. Harper turns to the captain and raises her hand. Harper? Yes? Um, when you say we're doing this mission, mm-hmm. you mean you do you mean like we're helping with the mission? This is a, like, you, no, this this one is for you three. 
It's for us three to to write about, to tell the story of. No, to, like, to, to fix take, things up. To, to take do. notes about. You're going to do it. Cecil, you have to do field work sometimes. You are long no, past due. No, no. It's time. No, I have a very fancy piece of paper that says I don't. And I signed it myself. Which you cannot do, and you know that as a notary, you cannot sign any paperwork that benefits yourself. <laughs> Checkmate, Albrecht. <laughs> we had this discussion last time when my notarization was about to expire, and you didn't want to send me to the big town, so I just re-signed my paperwork, and you know that. I let that one slide. Mm-hmm. And honestly, you know as well as I do, that if you went to the big town with that paperwork, they would say it has already expired, and we would both be in it. Which is why I stay here. I stay here, in town. Cecil, you're not leaving town. The wagon's in Shit, town. right. I'm not leaving town. It's fucking <laughs> in town. I hate this. Yeah, I walked right into that one, didn't I? Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, great. Well, hey, home court advantage? I told you I didn't belong in this group with the paper pusher. They're a pretty capable paper pusher, like... Not not for not for nothing. It's true. Cecil likes to deny it, but in his time, I, I don't want to s- say he buckled swash, but they're a, a, a potent individual in their own rights. Yeah, wait, shit. Do you fight Cecil? I can. Okay. I would say that as well. Like, I, I can. Uh, I don't know the last time I held a weapon was, but um, I can, uh, you know, magic. Sometimes, okay. you know, you can use it for other things, mm, like killing. Fair. I don't particularly like that part of it, but sometimes. Is Arabin packing heat? Does he have, like, visible weapons? So I've got a, a long sword, but it is uh, made of pure obsidian. Oh, shit. I keep it strapped to my back at all times. Uh, you've also noticed about me that I have a ruby red amulet around my neck that you could have sworn has glowed a couple times. So you're going to take care of this and we will watch? Help. Help is the word. You will help? This is going to be Arabin's first actual mission. Supervise. Supervise. Yeah, it does seem like I'm going to be doing all the heavy lifting, doesn't it? Situation pending. Only if it goes wrong. I'll be handy with those locks, typically. Like, I know the mechanisms. Which is why you were selected. Okay. Akia, you called Barlow Lin an asshole many different ways. Have we tried? And I just want to throw this out there. Have we tried asking him to let them go? Many times. Unfortunately, as soon as he's got you in a cage, he doesn't seem too keen on letting you out. Does he have a cage my size? Not that I've seen, but he's got some... Weird mechanisms where he can, like, shrink them down, pull them back out. Ha! Ooh. No, I'm pretty sure this fool's gonna get got. I think we're gonna have to get him got. Get him get got. Mm-hmm. We're gonna get him get got. We're gonna go... <laughs> Gosh, that's hard in a voice. We're gonna go and go... We're gonna go and get him get got. <laughs> it's way better in your voice, Griff. <laughs> <laughs> that's way better in Harper's We're gonna voice. go get him get got. <laughs> <laughs> also pretty good. We're gonna get, get him, get We're got. We're going to go get him, get got. Goodly. Right then. Let's go. Okay. Um, We going right now, or do we have time to, like, get gear and stuff? Because uh, all my up. weapons are back. Yeah, okay. go ahead and suit up. Figure out what okay. you want. 
the three of you plus Arkea leave the the night captain's office and head down the hall to wherever it is you need to go to prepare for this mission. Where do each of you head? Probably near my neck of the woods if it's near like armory sort of stuff. Sure. Um, I imagine my workspace mm-hmm. and like so. Just to clarify, our home, you mentioned the crypt earlier. Yes. This is our home base, yeah? Yes, the home base is... Okay. At one point, nobody knew that the Outriders were located out of this crypt out back behind the town hall. Okay. But over the years, like I said, it, it's kind of become an open secret. People just know you're there. Yeah. Um, I imagine, based on it being underground, I would I, either architecture had to take place, mm-hmm. or I have someplace else where I go to have a forge, because a forge underground feels like a bad idea. Mm-hmm. What with all the smoke. Yes. So, um, um, <laughs> there is a... It is... You wouldn't want to do a lot of work in it at one time. It is very small, but there is a enchanted forge area down there for general use. Cool. Because I imagine I have like a, a workspace down here. Yes. Because yeah, Harper's main contribution to the Outriders is maintaining arms and armor. For sure. Um, so yeah, I would. I'm heading down to the armory at least because I have some some personalized gear. Mm-hmm. Um, that's actually sized to me. Mm, handy. Yeah, it turns out like you can't just go into most shops and buy like standard, you know, breastplates and swords and whatnot because they're the size of my whole body. So that would make that much more difficult. Right. But bonus for the stuff that I make, way, way cheaper, way less materials required. It's fair. It's true. But because it's more specialized, you can sell it at a higher price. Yeah, but really only to, like, other halflings and, like, gnomes and stuff. Or, or children. <laughs> Speaking of, um, Harper, that uh, thing mm. that I wanted you to make for Katie, were you able to do that? <laughs> My improv brain just shut down. <laughs> I, l- I, I literally I saw, just... I saw I, I twitch and went, oh, I just blue screened. <laughs> <laughs> Because the first thing that my head went was like, oh, you mean the shackles? And like, that's not it. That's no, that's, that ain't ain't it, it, gang. Uh, (laughs) Harper, have you been able to make the thing that I asked uh, you to make for Katie? She's, uh, she wants something for her finger. She says it's to turn book pages better, but it's like sharp and. Yeah, like a weird paper thimble. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. She says it's for that. I don't think it's for that, but she really wanted it and she's been quite helpful lately i've got a prototype mocked up that i can i can probably get made next day or two depending on how this goes right yeah i guess we're going into harper when's the last time you had to fight someone Mm. harper have you ever had to fight someone yes harper like 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 i didn't do well (laughs) but training don't count i'm aware lady meredith has made that very clear yes it's gonna i'm more of a i i'll be fine all right i li- I, I work around weapons all day like i know I, I hold them probably more than you do but both of you i don't intend on taking a weapon with me that seems when like a waste. i'm when i'm working it's usually with like i'm holding some sort of armament and you know mending it and fixing it up and making it special and all that hmm. so you're like a healer but for metal i mean yeah basically 
Um, so Harper uh, goes and gets her gear, comes back out in a full uh, halfling-sized set of scale mail, mm-hmm. uh, has a shield on her arm, uh, is is overprepared, mm-hmm. has a crossbow slung on her back, a sling in her through her belt, uh, a, a dagger on the other hip, and then in her main hand, along with all of her tools and shit, um, is a weird-looking spear. It's like a one-handed glaive, basically. It looks, um, it looks kind of like Loki's scepter okay, from nice. uh, the like the Avengers movie. So it's got that like sort of longer um, bladed sort of uh, head to it, but it is shaped more like a spear uh, than it is a sword. Okay. Um, I mechan- out of character. It's a, called a yikulwa. Okay. Um, it's a weird like spear, but I have dubbed it a broad spear. Mm-hmm. Cool. Nice. Um, so this is Harper's like custom weapon that she's made for herself. Um, to so it gives me some reach, but also like cuts as well as I don't know sword or an axe or anything like that. I am over prepared. <laughs> Arabin, what are you doing to prepare? So did I see Harper in this? I, if we all went to the armory together, that's where I went. Okay. Uh, do we know where Balalin's cart is? You know, probably in the market. That seems like a reasonable place for someone like that to set up, or at least to park, because it is a very public place. But you specifically do not remember seeing it or know where it is off the top of your head. Okay. Well, I'm going to uh, cast Disguise Self Okay. to look like a normal townsperson mm-hmm. that's not carrying a weapon. Okay. Nice. And I'm going to head over to the town square to see if I can find it. Okay. Harkia will join you in that uh, as kind of like a scouting mission. Okay. And All right, so we'll like we'll like meet you there. All right, all right cool. Yeah, no, that's cool. I need I'm going to need a minute. Arabin. You and Harkia um surface from the outriders crypt and make your way to town square is harkia just like walking with me uh harkia has landed on your shoulder and is actually resting just beneath the illusion okay (laughs) (laughs) because they certainly do not want to be spotted yeah the two of you walk into the the market which is dying down for the evening it's pretty mellow at this point it's been a busy day and people are starting to lock up and uh, go ahead and roll me either perception or investigation whichever's better for you go ahead and take it at advantage because Harkia is kind of trying to help you out there that will be a dirty 20 huzzah dirty 20 easy enough um Near the uh, the heart of the market, there is a fountain. And just a bit south of that fountain, uh, not far away from where you and Lenny were interrupted earlier that day, there sits a wagon that is locked up, chained, and bolted as securely as possible. Sitting on the, what is it, the, the, the driver's bench, there is a... Uh, an older, well, about a middle-aged half-elf, dark hair slicked back and pulled into a ponytail, and he looks like to be reading something. Okay, I'm gonna walk over to him. Hey, stranger, how's it going? (laughs) Haven't seen you around here. Oh, 
hello there. Yeah, I'm I'm just passing through, you know, uh, just came up from down south, heading up to the big city up north. You know how it is. Ah, oh, that sounds great. Just, uh, just making the routes. So you a merchant of some kind? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I deal in uh, livestock. Oh, what kind? Cows, pigs? Mostly, mostly. I, you know... For certain customers, I help acquire certain uh, types of creatures that may not be readily accessible in certain parts of the world. So I am a facilitator in that respect. But most of what I do is, uh, you know, larger livestock transfers, uh, gets the larger deals set up so that people aren't driving cattle across the country for no reason. Yeah, it looks like mighty tight security on that wagon for a couple cows. At that, he smiles and he leans in. It's like, well, it's not the cows that's being protected there. It's a, it's a mighty fine business, and I don't say, uh, you know, I don't say it too loudly, but I do pretty well for myself. So I got to keep things locked up, nice and safe. You know how it is. Oh, Roads are okay. dangerous these days. Kingsmen are not doing what they used to. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Hey, you seem like an interesting man. Uh, if if you wouldn't mind, I'd like to go to the tavern and have a have a drink or two. If you'd like to join me, um, I need persuasion check. Justin, this voice is so close to the prospector. Just be super careful, my guy. <laughs> uh, it's a twenty-one. Twenty-one. Ooh. Okay. You know, road dust got me uh, mighty parched. Uh, what's a what's a good place to drink around here? Oh, you know what? I know just the place. Mm-hmm. It's uh, a bit of a, a bit of an indie place. How do you feel about tea? Oh my god! A little late in the day for tea, but I'm 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 certainly curious. Well, why don't why don't we go over there and uh, see what's on tap? All right. Okay. <laughs> Tea on tap. Look, I said no coffee. We have alcohol. <laughs> however, <laughs> however, there's a problem. Katie is not old enough to serve alcohol. Ah, okay. <laughs> so the the two of you make your way over to Cecil's Steeping Scrolls. It's so good. And you walk in to find a shop that is fairly clean. There's a couple of tables that still have mugs on it that look like haven't been sat at for a little while. Uh, and there is a disinterested-looking Aladrin team behind the counter. Welcome to Cecil Steeping Scrolls. I'm Katie. How can I help you? Hey, Katie. Ch- Chase, check your text messages. Okay. I've sent you product information. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Ryan. (laughs) I have more. I know you do. How can I help you today? Oh, hey there, Katie. I was just wondering uh, what what y'all might have for a a weary traveler and a a nice old villager like myself. I have a very important question for you. Have you ever used this disguise around the village before? Uh, No, I don't think I have. Okay. I've used it before, she, just not here. She narrows her eyes at you, but chooses not to say anything. Well, for our specials today, we have our, our 13 tiny pink mushrooms. 
Uh, that's our appetizer. It's exactly what it sounds like. As far as drinks go, we have the Accidentally Spicy, the Roadside Rodeo, the Rogue Feather, and the Acrobatic Ginger. Hmm. Any of that sound good to you, stranger? <laughs> I have to roll to see if any of that sounds anything. Chase, Chase, did you think this is what episode one was going to be? Honestly, I figured it would be kind of close. <laughs> I know who I'm playing with. <laughs> Bella leans uh, back and it's like, you know, I am a little, little hungry. That 13 tiny pink mushrooms, are they any good? Kitty, <sighs> honestly, yeah, they're pretty good. I'll get one going for you. It'll be uh, two gold. What about you, stranger? Uh, what was that rodeo thing? The roadside rodeo? Yeah, I'll take one of those. I'm sorry, no. It, that is a roadside potato. <laughs> All the same to That's me. something wholly different. It's because I'm not used to juggling reading things off of my phone. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I didn't think I'd have to send you a tea list before session zero. Well, well now you know. <laughs> now I know. I've learned my lesson. You have. It takes probably about five minutes for that all to get served up and brought out. Uh, the 13 tiny pink mushrooms served on a steel plate, but they are like electric pink. <laughs> and uh, Balo pops one into his mouth like, ooh, well, these are really good. Yeah, how do you, how, how do you make these? Katie's... Rolls her eyes, naturally, and it's like, okay, so, okay, the boss doesn't like me talking about it, but it's actually kind of interesting. So what you do is you take a couple hibiscus flowers, and you, you, you let them steep in a, uh, in a jar for like, like a day. Like, get it real strong, and you put the mushrooms in there, and then the tea gets soaked into the mushrooms. So you're like kind of like pseudo-pickling them. Huh. Pops another one in his mouth. Thank you for joining us here on Another Path. You can find our website and merch store at anotherpathpodcast.com, on Twitter at anotherpathpod, and our network at ghostlightmedia.net. You can support our efforts by donating at patreon.com slash ghostlightmedia, or by giving us a rating and review over on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcatcher will let you. You can find me on Twitter at TQLoudly. Griffin at Griffcold and Ryan at Ryan Rolled a 20. You can find Justin on TikTok at Justin Michael and myself at TQ Loudly. We'll be back in two weeks with a new episode. And until then, remember to say character names out loud to your players before you start playing. This has been a Ghostlight Media production.